Friday here, December the 18th. Hope everyone's getting set for a nice weekend ahead. Maybe you're getting set for your holidays. That's not a bad thing to be looking forward to here at this point in time. All right. Speaking of holidays, while the provincial government, it's uh, wrapped up its final session here for 2020, meeting in Victoria for the past couple of weeks with that session coming to a close yesterday. Well, B.C. Liberal leader Shirley Bond spoke yesterday to say how disappointed she was in the work that took place over the last couple of weeks or maybe lack of work that took place may be a better way to put it. And she joins me on the line now. Shirley, how you doing here today? Really well, Jeff. Nice to be with you today. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate this. So I'll start with that exact question there. What, uh, what, what did you make of the work that happened here over the past two weeks? Well, I think we had anticipated that with the number of issues that are facing British Columbians that are serious and, and uh, impacting families and businesses all across the province, that we'd see a, an aggressive work agenda when we were called to Victoria during a pandemic. And instead, what we found was one piece of legislation uh, on the uh, government agenda. And that piece of legislation allowed the government to push back the budget date. And that was the reason for the uh, calling of a session. So um, we were extremely disappointed. Uh, There's a lot of work to be done on behalf of British Columbians. And, uh, you know, the government has obviously, um, you know, we're losing transparency with this bill. We have families that are in desperate need, the tourism sector, all of these pressing issues. And we get one piece of legislation to deal with delaying the budget. Yeah, one of the things that's really bothered me here is that uh, mm-hmm. going back to, to, to when the election was first called, when the, uh, Premier Horgan dropped the writ and he said uh, one of the reasons he wanted to go to the polls in the first place was because he was sick of all the bickering, right, the arguing that was taking place uh, in the legislature. Um, you know, he got his majority so he could be able to push some stuff through, get to work, as he wanted to put it. And then not a whole lot of work actually got done, which I thought was almost a little bit insulting personally. Well, it is. And I think British Columbians uh, should, you know, they're certainly starting to feel very disappointed. And not only was there not a significant legislative agenda, what this government has been doing over the past number of weeks has been, frankly, uh, having significant impacts on people in a negative way across the province. Let me give you one example. You know, one of the first actions that this government decided to make uh, was to reduce support for persons with disabilities and low-income seniors across British Columbia. They had been getting some additional help during the pandemic. And the first thing we saw this government do, the action they did decide to take, actually hurts persons with disabilities and and low-income seniors across British Columbia. So we raised that question and that issue every day in the legislature, asking the Premier to withdraw that clawback, and he refused to do it. You know, it's just issue after issue uh, where we see uh, surprises for British Columbians, and they're not, uh, they're not happy surprises. Uh, he also promised that he would deal with, uh, in, during the election campaign, the very expensive service delivery fees that restaurants are having to, to provide, to pay, as they send food out to, to British Columbians. He promised he would cap that. So we did the homework for him. We had a, one of our, our new members create a private member's bill. We tabled it in the legislature to say, let's cap that, let's get it done. We both agree it should be done. He refused to call the bill. So restaurants today sit hanging by a thread in our province, and the premier could have simply looked beyond the politics and said, let's call that bill. We both agree that it's a good idea. 
Let's get it done. He refused to do that. Yeah, no, I actually had uh, Trevor Halford there, the MLA for Surrey, on the show mm-hmm. last week, last Thursday, to talk about that private member's bill because it seemed like such an easy one that should be everyone was in favor for. Like, uh, it would obviously have an impact on the restaurant industry. And, and the fact that it went nowhere was, quite frankly, shocking to me because it just felt like this was a bit of a no-brainer. And, and I was, uh, you mm-hmm. know, kind of perplexed at, at why it wasn't called. Well, and I, and I think I think you're absolutely right. We did the homework. We prepared the bill. We looked at what had been done in Ontario. Trevor did a great job, obviously supported by Todd Stone and our house leader, uh, Peter Millibar. And, and together, you know, the team put this bill forward. And, you know, restaurants need our help. They need it now. They needed it yesterday. They needed it months ago. And, and I think the thing that I find so disappointing is this is a premier that stood up and what he said was, you know, good policy is good policy. It doesn't matter where it comes from. And, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested in supporting that. Well, apparently, Premier Horgan, you're not. Because this is even a promise that you made during the election campaign that this was something that you would endeavor to do. Now, if I had a crystal ball, my guess would be that they may well try to do something in the coming week, uh, trying to avoid the fact that we raised that bill in the legislature. It could have been done more quickly. It could have provided direct help to restaurants that they need. But if that's not playing politics, I don't know what is. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about what's going on here for uh, BC's COVID-19 benefit. Obviously, people can <laughs> log on as of today to start uh, submitting their applications. Well, maybe for this they fund. can. <laughs> maybe they can, exactly. That's that's exactly a great way to put it. So a lot of people, I guess, were able to get on when it first launched, but, you know, the system flooded, and I'm still having trouble. I've been trying to... Yeah, submit my own application here throughout the course of the day. I haven't had a ton of time to get to it, so if I had a spare five minutes or so, I would jump on and see if I could open up the, the submission process. No go, and that's how it's been really all afternoon. I'm sure some people have had better luck than I, but um, you know how how uh, how ridiculous do you think it is that we're sitting here dealing with this problem when it's something that pretty much should have been expected or anticipated that you know a lot of people would all want to log on at the same time to collect those money. Well, you know, I think it's, you know, first of all, you are not alone, Jeff. The vast majority of British Columbians uh, are in the same boat. And, you know, what's, again, really disappointing, our finance critic, uh, Mike Bernier, specifically asked the minister this question in the legislature, specifically said, look, there's going to be a large demand on the website. Have you taken the necessary steps to ensure that the, you know, it can manage the surge? We were assured in the legislature that, yes, we've done tests, everything's going to be fine. Well, I can tell you that MLA offices, and probably including Todd's and Peter's, are being flooded with calls this afternoon about why can't I get on. So, you know, my advice to them is uh, obviously the government, uh, again, botched this rollout incredibly badly. And I suggest that they uh, express their frustration to the Premier directly. Uh, he needs to hear from British Columbians that it is not acceptable for his government to promise that they've got everything under control it'll be fine and now people are are deeply frustrated and angry about not being able to get on so you know again it's just another example of the attitude and the approach that we've seen in the early days of this government and that's so disappointing first of all you know the premier uh, decided to call a risky pandemic election oh yes government will continue no need to worry we're just going to go to the polls Well, what we've discovered is that government didn't continue. In fact, it it appears that it was on pause 
And we're continuing to see programs that are poorly thought out. They're not going to deliver properly to the people of British Columbia. You know, persons with disabilities have had their support cut in half, their additional support, their pandemic support cut in half. The Premier then uh, said, well, maybe we'll consider a permanent uh, adjustment to it somewhere down the road, and then promptly pushed the budget off for at least five months. So, you know, it's just, it's just a really, it's a really disappointing and upsetting attitude. And uh, obviously, we're going to continue to fight hard. We've got a great team of critics and MLAs and and we're going to come back uh, when uh, in January, and we're going to uh, we're going to raise a lot of issues uh, for the general public uh, to understand what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting year in 2021, that's for sure. Looking forward to a lot of good good work. Hopefully, that'll be happening, but uh, we'll we'll wait until the calendar rolls over to see what takes place. Shirley, thank you so much for this. Really appreciate your time. Um, I guess just in that in that uh, kind of sense there as we look ahead to 2021 is there anything mm-hmm. that uh, you know you're hoping to see get done if you had one goal that you wanted to accomplish in the new year what would it be well actually my wish is uh, probably a, a little less uh, politically uh, uh, oriented I, what i hope in 2021 is that people will be able to be together again you know when i think about the the coming christmas season and the the devastating images we've seen of you know people being separated from their loved ones in long-term care the challenges we've faced in this province, you know, my wish is that obviously we have to continue to pay attention to the health and economic side of the uh, impacts of the pandemic. But what I really want is for people to be able to spend time together again. I know how much uh, we all miss it, and uh, we're all going to have a very different Christmas this year. So um, that would be my wish is that we get to be together again in 2021. That's a great thing, way to end things off. Thank you so much for the time, Shirley. Appreciate this, and uh, have a great holidays. Yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Awesome. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There is Shirley Bond, the Liberal Leader Official Opposition.